just became a raven. Your art matters. That's what got me here. Hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast. I'm Simon and I love One Tree Hill. And I'm Dom and I've seen 119 episodes of One Tree Hill. And tonight's episode for debate is season 6, episode 13, Things a Mama Don't Know. I'm Drew Barrymore, and you're listening to The Ravens Podcast with Simon and Dom. So hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast, where it is always 10.30 at night, so so it's time to grab the snacks from the sweet cupboard, move on upstairs and settle in, as tonight's episode for debate is Season 6, Episode 13, Things a Mama Don't Know. Dom, we are her. Before you tell me how you are, can you tell me something that your mama doesn't know about you? Ooh, what a question. What a great question. There's lots my dad doesn't know, because my dad was the one we used to hide things from, because he's an okay. a, a, could be a little, ang- a little angry Spanish man. Okay. Um, like me being sick in my bed I got very very drunk this was the night before someone's wedding I was going to someone's wedding with my family and I was the designated driver but I went out the night before and got horrendously drunk and was sick all over my room and then spent the night cleaning it up and then had barely any sleep and drove to the wedding the next day still a bit pissed I think but he never knew he never knew (laughs) he never knew um But there'll be still there'll be things from university that my mama won't know. <laughs> Just out, I was out every night. I was out pretty much every night. Like th- you mean three, like in in the pub or in the club? Both for three years, like literally on it, like all the time. Like my mum wouldn't know that. That's something my mum definitely wouldn't know is how much I used to go out and how much she used to drink, like alcohol wise, like literally like. Every night, there wasn't one night where I didn't go out at university, except for maybe a Sunday. But even then, that would be going to a pub. Uh, yeah, crazy. Three years of. That's why I pretty much don't Carnage. drink now. I was gonna say it's funny because you don't drink now. Yeah, that's Out pretty much really. pretty much why. <laughs> what about you? What does what does your mama not know about plenty, you? Plenty, plenty, plenty. <laughs> so uh, much. <laughs> no, I mean, well, she does know a lot of things, but there are a lot of things from the era that I call my lost boy era. <laughs> but I can give a I can give a funny example from like an adult era that I don't think I've ever spoken about on the podcast. That so this happened in 2017, the end of 2017, so like 6 years ago. Hmm. And um <clears throat> I accidentally got a massage in a Japanese brothel. <laughs> In Japan? Mm-hmm, yep. I didn't know you'd been to Japan. Yeah. Is that why you keep that quiet? <laughs> it wasn't for the brothels. <laughs> <laughs> was it happy ending? It, well, that was what the <laughs> that's what was proposed to that me. Was, it was offered. Mm-hmm. And you said, no thanks, or... 
Well, yeah, well, how many yen, my friend? <laughs> <laughs> Take my that money. Is, <laughs> I think we'd already pay. I don't. I let me set the scene, right? Mm. So F and I went on this amazing trip in 2017, or towards the end of 2017. It was like a once in a lifetime situation, um, and and we went and we went to all these wonderful places. Went literally around the world. It was a we started in London and went did a full circle mm-hmm. um and the last stop was japan and we were only there for like maybe four or five days it was literally the la- our last stop after like well, it was like almost three months and f and i like enjoy massages I was at a spa last night dom <laughs> you know just <laughs> drinking on, wine and spa on a tuesday <laughs> spa on a, yes um and we were walking through tokyo and it's amazing and like so culturally so different and interesting and vibrant and just awesome and we saw a thing for massage and we're like oh we should get a massage like you've been so many flights and traveling and stuff maybe this would be nice to relax before we get our long flight back home from Mm. japan and so we go in and we go up and we're like yeah can we get like a couple's massage and they're like they didn't didn't speak very very much english but they're like no and they didn't really they didn't really want to give Ephany a massage at this point we probably should have coined on what was going on but naively we're just like yeah just you know two you just back massage and like, okay okay you and her yeah 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 together can we do it in the same room no not in the same room okay <laughs> okay sure next room i don't know anyway we get put i i get brought through Ephany's left in the waiting room <laughs> And <laughs> we go through and it's all just like curtained off like sections. It's almost like a, a quarantine COVID tent, like before COVID had happened. And I just had this section. I'd like lie down. She's like, yeah, just lie on your front. Okay. Um, She goes out, she comes back and uh, I'm just in like my boxes. I've like, she said to strip down. So like, Okay. She starts like giving me a massage. Terrible! I'm like this is a terrible <laughs> massage. Like, it's not no what techni- she's there for. <laughs> Go on. I was like, "There's no technique. There's no like oils. <laughs> there's no technique. music. There's no like you know whale sounds and gently crashing <laughs> waves in the background. Like what? This is garbage." But hey, <laughs> oh, there'll be I'm- whale sounds soon enough. <laughs> Don't you worry. Not to also to note that this woman's probably like almost like maybe fifty. Um, <laughs> like so, I just not that that makes a difference, but I just want you to picture the the story again. Okay? You like an older lady, it's fine. That's a fact. Um, but <laughs> so anyway, I'm, I'm like, okay, she like goes out again. Like, Where's she going? She comes back, and she's like, you turn over. I'm like thinking even done anything on the back yet like haven't worked an elbow in or nothing i've got knots back there i'm sure i've been on flights like i want to be worked out here anyway she flips me over and uh she just grabs my junk um <laughs> like on top of my boxes and i'm like whoa 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 uh and she's like <laughs> she just goes churro i was like what so churro she's like pointing she's pointing at my dick and i was like 
no, 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 no. Massage, just massage. I was like, wife, you know, pointing at my wedding ring, like wife, married, no, no, no. And she's like, churro. <laughs> I don't know. I've never looked, <laughs> never looked it up. I was like, no. Now at this point, most people probably would leave, right? But I was thinking, for well, my massage, I guess I don't. So she gives another like two or three minutes massage and just leaves. And I think I just gotta leave now because I'm just like it's setting in my mind. Oh, I'm actually in a brothel. Right <laughs> this is. So I put my clothes on. And I come out and there's Effany sat in the waiting room. And I'm like, did you get put in? Did you go in? Like she's like, no, they never came for me. And I sort of sat down and just went to her. Because it's a brothel. <laughs> She's like, what? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, do we we pay? We don't pay? Nothing to pay? Okay. There was like nothing to pay. And we got out and I had to tell her. And I was like, yeah, this woman just like grabbed my junk on top of my boxes. But she grabbed it. And I said, no, away. Thank you. Um, but that just happened. That just happened. We just... Had kind of a massage in a Japanese brothel. Wow. So my mum doesn't know that. Wow. <laughs> what a story. Well, one, I didn't know you'd been to Japan. I think that's fantastic. Like, a nice world trip. That's the one That's the one place. Uh, I, You know, I've, I've said before, I'm one of these people, I have absolutely no desire to really go anywhere. Like, people like, I want to go to Australia and things like that. I absolutely couldn't think of anything worse than going to Australia because of sp- fucking huge spiders. And okay. shit like that. It's just terrifying. Like I, I wouldn't just mind going to cat's heart, but fine. No, out. I wouldn't mind going to Australia if spiders didn't exist there. Mm. That would be fine. But I, I have no yeah. interest in being attacked by a thing that is bigger than my head. So um uh, it just terrifies me the idea. But I also have no real like like I like going places and I like visiting places, but I have no I don't have this like bug that people get of like this travel bug, you know, I really want to go here, I really want to go there. But one place I do want to go is Japan. And now I've got even more reason to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll give you the address. You'll I be just, like, churro? I, okay. I, not, not to go in, but just to find the brothel that you were handled in. <laughs> was handled. That's, like, That's a fact. This is where Simon was handled. <laughs> it was just it was in the middle of tokyo it was like in a just walking down one of the streets it just said massage up top and i'm like all right let's get it happening nice yep there you go well these things happen like i i find i find the idea so i i go and see an osteopath because i you know sainsbury's destroyed my back or mm-hmm. like the work i did there Maybe for legal reasons, I shouldn't say it was Sainsbury's. Uh, <laughs> they didn't Cannot. destroy me back. It was me. <laughs> yeah, right. Cannot acknowledge nor deny any of these rumours. <laughs> yeah, the, the things you hear may not be true. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so anyway, I go and see an osteopath quite re- quite regularly. And that's the, the closest I've ever got to like a massage. Because so I was going to say to being fondled. <laughs> <laughs> by someone inappropriately touched yeah. by a stranger um because i find i find that all quite uncomfortable and that that just sort of scenario i know this is very different but i've been to a couple of strip clubs in my life i'm gonna share i'll overshare a little bit as well i think it's oh my was mine oversharing no okay, no no no. Think, no no it's good i think it's my turn isn't it you you share quite <laughs> a lot you've you've told us so many so many stories over the the time that we've been doing this podcast and i mm-hmm. i probably haven't but um, 
I bet I, I went up. I went to a strip club club in Vegas, right, with my friends. One of the most un- uncomfortable experiences of my life. I hate that sort of thing. Really, really, mm-hmm. really like don't enjoy it. I'm I'm not there for like anything i don't want a good time i want to be left alone they're actually quite rude to you and quite bossy and they're like oh you're gonna buy him a drink i'm like you've got more fucking money attached to you than i have in my pocket so you should buy (laughs) me a drink which is literally something i said and i just don't like the environment i hate it i absolutely hate it but there was one in leicester i went to one in leicester which was like small dingy the kind of place that's run by scary like Eastern Europeans and they lock the door. Can, can we just add that for people that don't know, Leicester is here in the UK. Yes. So yeah, yeah. So it's where I went to university and this wasn't when I was at university. I was actually on someone's stag do and they went back to Leicester for, for their stag do. So we went, we went to this trip club and we're all kind of forced into getting a dance, like a private dance as well. In, oh, a, in a private room. In a private, like, in a, no like a private room, separate little, booth thing right yeah you and the, the person and yep. I'm, it's really uncomfortable to say this because n- none of them were particularly attractive anyway mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I, i'm in an environment that i already don't like and feel very uncomfortable yep and i get forced into paying money i didn't have at the time so probably about 50 quid for some one-on-one time that I didn't want with someone, yeah. right? So I get shoved into this cubicle with this girl, mm-hmm. this woman who also looked a little bit like, like, come on, sweetheart, we're a bit past this now. Right. The years hadn't been kind. She was going to hang up the G-string any moment. <laughs> We've got, yeah, let's, let's, let's leave that <laughs> somewhere and then she starts doing her her job. She's jiggling and wiggling in front of me and uh-huh. I'm not enjoying it at all. And all I'm thinking is, when's my time up? When's this over? And then, like, because told, you're told, like, no, there's no touching. You're not allowed to touch. You're not allowed yep. to touch in the UK. I think in America you, you can a bit, but over here it's like no touching. You basically have to sit on your hands. Right. And then she just starts grinding into me. Okay. But like extreme grinding okay. and, and then it decides that maybe now would be a good time to unbutton my trousers. Oh my gosh. And uh, and then and then oh. I'm immediately like, okay, thanks very much. I, I stood up, buttoned myself up and walked out and, and left. And I just went and stood at the door. Oh, oh, oh and I was just like, I've, this is not for me. This is not my, this is not what I want at ah. all. I'm not happy oh. about this. I would love to have seen this. <laughs> <laughs> just to see your face change. I was just like, what, oh, what, shit. how old was you? Uh, I would have been early 20s. So I probably would okay. have been was, 21, 22. Was you single at the time? Yeah. And, and still, just very uncomfortable. Really don't like the idea of a strip club. That is so uncomfortable think, for me. How far do you think she was going to take this? Like, do you think she was going to try and pull Captain Wang out and then be like, <laughs> it's an extra X amount for whatever or something. I think it was a ploy to make a bit more money. And it was, yeah, let's let's make him do things he doesn't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, men, uh, well, firstly, 
personally, good, good for you, like to <laughs> stand up and be like, well, good for both of us. Yeah. I mean, like, you know. I, I mean, your wife was in the waiting room, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a different well situation. <laughs> I was married. My wife was outside. But regardless, you know, it's just for me, also n- not my vibe, not my energy. Um, yeah. But, uh, but you know, good, good for you for being like, you know, no. Um, <laughs> the men, men can be mostly are just terrible people. Mm. Like I, I was on the last stag do I went on, which I refuse to go on stag do's now. I, it's just not, not happen. Just no, thank you. I'll come to the wedding. I'll put an extra fifth. I'll put the money I would have spent on the stag into a gift for you. Ooh. If if I it. ever have a stag do, which I hopefully yeah. I will have. I kind of yeah. just want it to be just a bit low this. key. Yeah. Can it be this? I mean, we could do this in person. That'd be wonderful. We'll well, just, it's, your, it's your stag. Do what you want. We'll just do this I'll come in to yours. No, I'll come to yours. <laughs> I I just, I mean, even my own stag do, I hated it. Um, yeah. Like, it's just. Yeah, Belen's organising it though, didn't you? For, yes, that's why, and it was, and it was for them, not for me. Like nothing yeah. that happened was anything that I would have wanted to have done or enjoyed. Mm. Um, but I mean, that's fine. It's different. I w- was twenty five, just turned twenty six, so it's like it was a different, different period. Um, but if I was to have a stag do now, I think we've spoken about this before on the like years ago. We would just, uh, it would be doing a version of this. I'd like you come round. We get some pizzas in. We play some N sixty four, have a couple beers, and watch Blank Man or Die Hard or something, mm. and then just go home. Then bedtime. It'd be great. Or we'll put a lamp on and try and burn little things under it, like we did <laughs> when we were kids, and try and stay up all night. But now we'd fall asleep by like half nine. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. But night. but the last stag do I went on, which was for someone that we both know, actually. Um, okay. Who went to our sc- primary school? Oh. Mm-hmm. Keep going. With blonde blonde hair. <laughs> His name's got three letters in it. I know who it is now. Yeah. I knew. Uh, and I, knew I knew it from blonde hair. <laughs> okay. Well, and he, uh, the, the people that he that were in his circle were just not they were the sort of people that would go into a strip club and want to do all of them things mm. you know and as soon as we got to manchester it was in that was basically what ensued and i i was there with two or two other people our mutual friend from football and our <laughs> mutual friend that just I had to just change the job role for <laughs> right. They they were both there too, and they were both equally uncomfortable in the strip club. Mm. And this woman came up to me and said, uh, "She's like, oh, do you want you want to dance? You want this? You want that?" And I said, oh, "No, I'm married." And she said, "Oh, well, it doesn't matter to me." And I said, "Well, it does matter to me, so no, thank you." <laughs> <laughs> and and but other people. This one, this one dude went straight in and uh, got a dance from a stripper and then it, in front of everyone 
and then just pulled it out and they just started having at it zero protection in the middle of the strip club and it was like you know what i think i'm gonna go get some air <laughs> i'm gonna go outside and get some air anyone else want some air Where i need some you? air manchester oh lord <laughs> down in manny that's just that's up in manny outrageous yeah and it terrifying. was terrifying that's scary was... that's scary stuff isn't it well and then another stag i went on for oh the other guy um with the big head yeah yeah and his one was also terrifying it was in um oh yes where was it didn't you go Slovakia? to Slovakia? Yeah, Bratislava. Bratislava, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was terrifying. Like The guy had organized for people to act as terrorists with machine guns and kidnap us. <laughs> um, and it was they got Simon, beat him up like Loki, like as in like kicking him a bit, like not too hard. And then they blindfolded him, put his fingers in pliers um, and were saying like it was, and then they put him in a shallow grave. Um, and it was all very realistic feeling. I think I've told this before because at one point they were like, 5,000 euros, you can go. And I was thinking, I'll make a call. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you the fucking money, yeah. I'll call someone. Send I me mean, home. I'm there in September. I'll find out who it was if you want. <laughs> what, for Slido? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was there last September and then came this September as well. So It was also a lovely place. I think I, I, think I told this years ago as well. It's where I... I slipped off of a statue and like did my back in uh, because we were getting told off for being. We stood on a statue to take a picture, and the local guys were like, "What the fuck are you doing? Get off this statue!" Get Which off like, that oh statue. shit, okay, yeah, fair enough. Uh, and then I just slipped and like anyway, stag dudes are just fucking awful unless yeah. you're actually an adult about it and just have a nice game of poker or something or just play some Monopoly, have some cookies, and go home. Job done. Easy peasy. Yep. People so how are you? so complicated. Yeah, good. I've got beef. I've got beef that I need to share. Not with you. You point at yourself, but it's not with you. It is to okay. do with something in the Discord. Ooh. And I'm not happy. I'm not happy. Talk to me about it, baby. I opened up the Discord the other day just to have a little flick through because I don't... I'll be honest. I'm not great at reading it. And what people put, I read most. But yeah. sometimes I, you know, catch on with a little emoji here and there. And I don't really yeah. reply much. But sometimes I do, you know, I have a little look through. Like Maureen had a dirty screen that she showed. She showed a picture of her computer screen, which is filthy, um, and told her to clean it. She's not going to. I know she's not, but I've given her the rules. Yep. Now, Simon, you've created a lot of channels in this Discord and one at of them request, at, yes. re at request, yeah, which I still think you should have said no if you want to join a Discord that talks about whatever, whatever you've added the channel for, then go, then go to find your own Discord for it. Yeah, but one channel that you created is a Taylor Swift one. Mm. Someone has tagged me in the Taylor Swift one. Now, yeah. this channel is muted. It's not a channel I'm ever going to look in. It's not a channel I'm ever going to read a tag for. So why fucking tag me? Who I don't know who tagged me. I don't know what's been said. I don't know if people are bad-mouthing me in that channel. But I will never look at it. So you're wasting your time. 
please stop. I think they're doing it because you're reacting like this. No. It obviously does bother you. It's petulance. That's what it is. <laughs> From whose <laughs> perspective? From mine. Okay. Well, I mean, there's... They're the petulant ones, in my eyes. That's what I'm getting at. Okay. I don't like it, Simon. And I think the channel should go. Oh, okay. You're moving <laughs> to strike the channel from existence. <laughs> if they're going to keep tagging me in it, I think, yes, then there should be some sort of punishment. Okay. So people that are listening, this will be out next week. Maybe give them one week to listen to it, you know, to, to be fair. So if the tag, if Dom's, emo- you know, what do you call it the little icon that says you know one two four whatever notifications that he's been tagged in that channel if they are not all removed within two weeks from today today is the 21st of june you have until dom's birthday which is the 5th of july and if those tags are still there that channel will be removed for dom's birthday honor thank you simon see it's not what you know there you go. Anyway, how have you been? We kind of talked about strippers and brothels, and but we didn't really <laughs> actually find out how each other was. I'm fine. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Had a little spa night last night. Yeah, what was a that? a bottle of wine. In aid of, just to get away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. it's, just, it's been a difficult year, and mm. yeah, we were just like, let's, why not? Why not? I didn't. So we did. It was just a, It was just at Champneys in Tring. You know, <laughs> Champneys, not far. Yeah. <laughs> Have you I been? Ne- no, I've never been. I've never been to a spa. I don't think that's for me, to be honest. But I was gonna say, was it a Champneys? Because I think you've been a few times, haven't you? You like yeah. it? A little uh, regular now. A like a sp- real girl. actual massage. Yeah. <laughs> Couples massage. We usually. Yeah, I mean. To be to be real, right? And F and I are people that don't save. Like at the end of at the end of each month, we have zero money, like right. zero. At the there's no saving whatsoever, no pension, no thought about the future. <laughs> it's always just been the money comes in, the money goes out. Oh, you God. got more money, we spend more. Got less money this month, we spend the same. <laughs> We're now in debt. But so we've had we've been really lucky. We've had massages like in all different kinds of places like on our honeymoon we had this couple's massage in the Maldives you're like looking through at the ocean and then you take a bath together and we love all of that shit man we love some luxury can't lie not gonna front on it not embarrassed by it we like luxury shit um <laughs> <laughs> is really nice I think you would like it if you need the way that we need you need me there to guide you. Shall we go together then? For your stag. Sure, for my <laughs> imaginary stag. But do, do I get the same experience that you and your wife get? Yeah, you be my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me take you away for a night as my wife and you'll have a great time. Okay. I'll order a bottle of the Zinfandel. I want to be wined and dined. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing else. Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a great time. Okay. We'll have a great, get you a pedicure. Get you a massage. 
Hey, you scrubbed up. <laughs> Mostly I just because sc- you need a bath. <laughs> I got I got scrubbed up yesterday. These women scrubbed me up good. It's like an in the middle of the treatment, you have to go have a shower. She passes you a new pair of the little net pants. Come back out, massage you down. She's massaging my neck, breathing in my face, mouth breathing all in my face. And at oh. one point, I stopped. I stopped breathing because I was like, I don't want to breathe, breathe in. And in. I thought, and I thought, I think she's gonna tell that I've stopped breathing. <laughs> so I was like, I best. Breathe a little. I don't know. But Dom, let me tell you something funny. Or I, I don't know what it is, but uh, I was about to say his name. But our son, mine and F's son, he, which Marine hates the term son. <laughs> Daughter is fine to Marine, but no, son no, is no. not. It's the context. Because I was with Marine on this. I'm not with Marine on much, but I was with her on this. <laughs> and it was, it was directly calling your son... Because it was Nathan, wasn't it, calling Jamie's son, his son. Mm -hmm. And it's like, don't call him son, call him Jamie. But you can say, in reference to your child, I was with my son. That's fine. I think neither of us have an issue with that. It's when you call your child son. Directly. Directly, rather than calling him by his name. Right, right, right. Is that exclusive to that, though? Because sometimes I'll be like, to my son, I'll say, hey, little man. Or, hey, kid, or hey, little guy. You know, are those things okay, or is it just son? It's just son. Those are okay, like, because they're kind of sweet, like, nuanced little names, aren't they, Um, that you have for him, like little pet names. Um, But calling him son, which is direct and kind of factual, is just a bit weird. Don't like it. But calling it like, hey, little man, and all that, that's fine. That's acceptable. Got you. Got you. Okay. Well, it it was it's the end of the year, the academic year, and our son only had done a few months in nursery. He's joined, you know, at the right age for him. Mm-hmm. So he, he's done a few months, but now it's the end of the year. They do a graduation ceremony. Oh, no. And now because, because he goes to... I think the right word to say this is a bougie school, <laughs> uh, which I was explaining the other day, right, is that I'm coming out of a Ford S-Max in, like, flip-flops and a hoodie and basketball <laughs> shorts and other people. So, like, a parent in front of me the other day was dropping their kid off in a Bentley SUV um, and coming out in, like, a three-piece suit. And then I'm there in, like, a Raven's hoodie and whatever. Anyway, the... Uh, we weren't expecting what happened. We got invited to this graduation because they're graduating that year. So F and I get there and we just think, I don't know what we thought. We didn't really expect anything. I mean, remember when we were in primary school and nursery, it was none of this, right? And we get there and it's like a wedding. You walk in, there's like cakes and beverages and refreshments on one side. There's outdoor seating and there's like a stage. This is for like his two and a half right there's that the head of um like early years is in a three-piece suit um etc etc and the kids they've made them all little graduation hats and they come up and shake the guy's hand and the nursery manager says a little speech about each individual kid and they shake hands and take pictures i know you're making a face but it was wonderful it was beautiful it was amazing 
but it was so different to what we were expecting. And this is the first time we were there with like all the other parents because he's only been there a few months, right? Yeah. So you see some people that drop off and then that's it. Now, remember my coronation story. Not, I didn't steal anyone's seat. Um, <laughs> but F and I sit down. People start sitting down. And F is like nudging her elbow into my ribs. And I'm like, what? What are you doing? Like, and she's like, shut up, shut up. I'm like, <laughs> stop poking me then. And I sort of look up. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and I was like, is that? Sh- shut up. don't blow the cover (laughs) and then right there like sat next to us is uh was alicia dixon who's um for people she's only probably really famous here in the uk but she is one of the judges with simon cowell on britain's got talent so the same as america's got talent whatever she used to also be the judge on strictly come dancing and then was also in mystique right of course and there she is. And so her daughter is also in the same nursery. Um, and a bit later, I think she gave me a look. <laughs> I told F about... I'm not... just so, Right. So I'm... Okay. It's a two-twos. That's all happened. We then go inside and they do a slideshow for the... Yeah. Has she ever worked in a Japanese brothel? <laughs> <laughs> no. She's just like, Churro? <laughs> the one guy that turned me down <laughs> I go we do this there's this like slideshow in the classroom and it's all very sweet and I we're, we're about to leave and so I go in to get our little guy's backpack and go get it off his hook and so I walk into the back to go and get it and there is Alicia Dixon right yeah. like walking the other way and I've been saying hi to all the parents, whatever, and we'd just been like sat just right near her. So I was just like, I was like, hey. And just as I was walking past, and she looked at me and she just held my eye contact for literally this long. Now, I, I'm not joking, right? You be me. Yeah. Get into character, be me. Yes, just feel. <laughs> okay. That was you. So- <laughs> It's a shame no one can see that. You should share that clip of video. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll be Ali. Go on then. Let me be Alicia Dixon. You be me. This is how long it went. Say, 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 oh, hey. Oh, hey. And then she walked on. Like, she held for that amount of time. And so it was either one of two things. I explained it to F. I said to F after, I was like, she held me, my gaze for so long. I was like, it's one of two things. It was either one, she's like, oh, I recognize that guy from somewhere. Or two, she was like, four, yeah, <laughs> fucking hell. Or three, him. she had like a mini seizure okay. and, could, and couldn't move. <laughs> yeah, or four, she was just like, why is this guy still looking at me? Or the other <laughs> thing was that she has a really tiny head. <gasps> Small head. And I have quite a large head. And maybe so she was just like, oh my God. But together you would make the perfect child with a normal size head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so maybe she was considering go. her options. She was just like, oh my God. Two plus two equals four. She's going to phone you up and say... I can't call you my fiance anymore because you're my baby daddy. 
Which is a great reference to this episode. I just want to ask one question about Alicia Dixon. Yeah. Did, did she not say hello back? Well, I kind of, it was more like a head nod. I kind of just what? like, oh, hey. And she just sort of, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <It> was, <see. laughs> Check that mic. Yeah. One, two, three. <laughs> she like start, start spitting some bars. Like, <laughs> I do it. I laugh. <laughs> She's right. got a crazy laugh. It's a good laugh. <laughs> uh, good. Uh, it's rubbish that good. you're a silent laugher because you've laughed quite a lot through this <laughs> stupid shit we've said. And yeah. it just doesn't fucking register. Like now. I'm sorry. It's just I, shit. <laughs> I laugh at everything you say, really, and it doesn't pick up. I need to book yeah. some sitcom style canned laughter in for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's okay. Exactly. Uh, at least I can see that there's laughter there. You see that there's joy here. There's oh, wow. joy in my there's heart. A, there's a deer outside the window. Oh, dear. Literally. Wave at it. Gone behind a bush now. They're like, I think <laughs> they're called. They're, <laughs> they're called like, what are they called? Something Jack deers. So they're like really small deers. Monk like Jack. Mon- monk, yes, Monk Jack. That's where did you pull that from? That is exactly in, what it is. It's in there, mate. It's all in there. Yeah, so they're like really small. Uh, so they're like the size of Luna. Um, but I think there's like, well, it's not a nest. Wherever it is they live. I googled it because they only come out at night. So where do they live during the day? And they just sleep in long grass. Nice little rest. You've got a good bit of forest behind your house. So, mm. yeah, they've got plenty of space, haven't they? Yeah, we have a fox that comes out half ten every night, like on the dot pretty much, and goes around, comes out and goes around the side of our house and just goes on his or hers little nighttime adventures. Do you, do you leave food out? No. Uh. Oh, psycho. I want to feed the fucking wildlife. Oh, and those pricks coming around all the time. <laughs> What's funny is that's how... Do you remember Freddy, the Freddy. cat we had oh, when yeah, I was a yeah, kid? Yeah. yeah. Ginger. Well, we got... Yeah, my mum always would say it's called Ginger. We got him... Because I left milk out because I wanted a dog. And I thought, if I leave milk out... It's like when I was a real little, little kid. Like maybe a dog will come and a cat came. And then it just never stopped coming. And then it just became our cat. So I don't know whose cat we stole. <laughs> <laughs> Full on stole someone's cat. Yeah. He kept coming back though, didn't he? Yeah, and then we had him for years. I mean, me and my sister treated him terribly. Like We used to... Not like abusive, but we used to like make little obstacle courses for him and like which strap with like hair bands would put like a little teddy on his back that'd be like a rider and then we'd make him do little show jumps and stuff and put him in like difficult positions like on top of like a cabinet to like watch him like maneuver down like these are all things i say now and i'm like this is this is terrible yeah terrible the 90s were a different time and i was a child okay (laughs) she was seven years older than me if there's anyone that here at fault it's her okay should we call the rspca on her (laughs) get around no because i might get done by association (laughs) just say she like make forced you into doing it I love animals so much. I don't eat them. I don't I, feed them. Like, <laughs> if there's like a wasp, <laughs> yeah, wild ones. More because of Luna. Like if there was like a wasp in here, I like catch it and free it and spiders and things. Like I try to be so considerate 
So please don't bring me down with the past, with my unconscious past. It wasn't me bringing you down. I was saying we should report your sister <laughs> for <laughs> crimes against animals. And you well, said speaking you, about you were worried. Anyway, oh, please continue. S- speaking about um, <laughs> histories, I uh, my fi- I finished the draft of my book. So you know the whole thing was my mum bought me this Christmas present yep. of having someone ghostwrite your book and then they ghostwrote my book and I hated it so I ended <laughs> up writing it myself. And it took me a long time, but I wrote the whole thing. It was like double the word count of what it was supposed to be. But because I wrote it, they like just subtracted the cost of having a writer. And so they're just publishing it for me. Um, Jesus. Yeah. So it's been this whole process um, that I wasn't looking forward to or wasn't wanting to do. But it's actually been really cathartic and been really useful, like a useful experience to like see different patterns in your life and to sort of process these different things. And so I finished it. It's just I'm going it's I'm proofreading the final thing and then it's going to get like published, published, like it will publish. They'll publish like five copies of it for me. But now I'm kind of thinking, I'm kind of torn. Like part of me feels like I spent so much time and so much effort on this, and I feel very proud of it. Though I feel like it's a it's a shame to not share it. So I was tell me if this is crazy or too much. I don't know. Maybe this, maybe no one would care. But I was thinking of maybe reading it and putting it on Patreon as like Patreon only, not general release, but just to share it if people were interested in hearing it because otherwise literally like Ephony will read it my parents will read it and that's it and maybe that's fine because it's not like I was writing it for anyone other than myself and for them but I also just feel I actually feel proud of it so if anyone's interested in hearing it maybe I could just read it and put it there it's probably only like 45 minutes or something or maybe an hour I read slow I don't know <laughs> what do you think set reality check me it's up to you, man. It's up to you. It's your your book, your story. I'd be interested to read it. You said there's a chapter that's got m- bits about me in it. That's All not right, the only reason I'd want to read it. But uh, There's a whole chapter about the podcast. I'm like proofreading right. it now. Um, well, I'll, I'll read you. All right, first, let me, I'll show you this so you can see. This is what it like looks like. Can you see the screen? Not yet. Uh, I can now. So these are like all the this is these are like the chapters going down here. Wait, I was halfway through that. Look, so like this is what the the cover looks like. It's like a whole proper thing, and she the editor wrote like this blurb on the back. Uh, um, yeah, it's like a whole. But let me right. There's a whole thing here. Yeah, Ravens podcast. There's a whole chapter. Um, that's all just about what we're doing here. Let me read you without you seeing. I'll read you. <laughs> what did you think of the cover? Yeah, it was all right. You could have picked a better picture. What? It's <laughs> <laughs> a dope picture. That's a real. That's a real sunset. That was yeah. from when we were. That's from that trip when we were traveling. That was at the, <laughs> at the camp. What's your problem? I'm just joking. So mean. You all mean. Right. I'll read. Let me read you. If the anybody's first. still listening, well done. <laughs> we're just waiting for Katie then we're going to talk about the thing <laughs> the thing <laughs> the thing that we're Katie here for then we'll waste our hour if we're talking about One Tree Hill <laughs> right look let me, 
Let me read. Oh, she's here. Okay. <laughs> I can't read it now. But, read all right, let me read. Let me read, read two read, lines. Read one paragraph. I'm trying to find. I'm, I'm skipping through to see something that's about you. Oh my god! You got a whole thing about podcasts, and you haven't got a line about me. You, yeah, you've got yeah. one line about me. Dom and I grew up together, loving movies. Oh wait, hang on. <laughs> one thing was still one thing that was still and still is undeniable is our chemistry. We click. Our energies are symbiotic. Dom and I grew up together loving movies. We would constantly watch a film and then play as the characters in the garden from Free Ninjas to Lethal Weapon. Yes, Lethal Weapon is children. The 90s was a different time. (laughs) In February 2020, I wanted to give podcasting another go. Do it properly, authentically this time. Be myself. I thought about how to do it and concluded that it had to be Dominic and me. We have chemistry and history and it would be wonderful to reconnect with him after all these years of not being consistent in each other's lives. He was initially apprehensive, but wanted to give it a go. We named our podcast The Mighty 90s and focused each episode on a 90s movie. We recorded the first episode based on Goodfellas, which was okay. We were both a little stiff getting used to the format of each other. We decided not to release the episode and made it the practice run. For our second episode, blah, 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 blah. So yeah, there you go. Would you oh, be interested to hear more of it? Uh, yeah, I think you should let Katie yes. in, and you, then you didn't. I want to read know. it. I want to read it. You didn't want to know. I don't. I don't want to share it with you. That's so mean. Why won't you let me read it? Why won't you let me enjoy your life like everyone else? Because you didn't to. want to. Because you just said you didn't want to. I did. Kate, want to. <laughs> sorry, Dom. It's, it's Katie's time now. Katie, <laughs> you are here. <laughs> You're back. Firstly, before we get to anything, it's so great to see you again. Last time you were in a car. You as well. This yes. time you were not. <laughs> and last time you you had just recently had a baby, right? Yes. And since then we've moved like four states away. So Wow. Um it's and then moved again. <laughs> oh my god. To a diff to another different state or within the new state that you'd moved to. No, within the new state. So we were living in Virginia Beach and then uh, moved to Ohio, which is where my husband and I are both from, and then rented a house for five months. And now we're in the process of moving again because we just bought a house. So I can feel your sympathy with the uh, moving and having children. And it's super fun. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's awesome though. Congratulations on buying the house. Thanks. How long until you move in? Uh we're we're in the process of moving right now. So we currently have like two addresses. <laughs> wow. Very nice. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations though. Thanks. Big steps. Yeah. How are you guys? We're all right. We're Simon has written a book and he's saying that I'm not being very nice about it, but I'm keen mm-hmm. to oh, to, no. to read it. And I want to learn more, but he suddenly has got into this phase of thinking I'm being cruel, but I'm really not. <laughs> he He's just being self-conscious, that's all. No, he didn't like the cover art, and then he <laughs> just, yeah. I said it could he... have been a better picture. You've got some really <laughs> nice pictures, and you've right. picked one that, that has a nice background. 
Okay. okay. I don't can know. I see it? Yes, Katie. Of course you can. You can see it. <laughs> Dom, I want you to look away because I don't oh. think you deserve to see it. No, you can see. Can you see the screen, Katie? Yeah. So this is this whole thing. Can I just say, firstly, I didn't just write a book because of, for any rich reason. It was given to me as a Christmas present from my mum where someone will ghost write like your biography basically your, your memoir oh that's cool yeah and um, and so someone interviewed me wrote it and then I hated it and so I wrote I ended up writing it myself <laughs> as I tend to do by taking control of everything and so then it's been this whole process but this is like the pr- I'm proofreading it now but it's actually been a really fun experience um so this is nice. the, this is the cover what do I we love think? it Thank you. This is where I worked in the summer camp. This is a real background. There's no, none of that is fake. What is your problem, Dom? <laughs> Explain <laughs> what you don't like about the picture, please. I think you you look tired. You look like you need to lie down. You're a bit disheveled. You look like you've got duct tape on your shoulder. I'm not I'm that's sure a, it's some sort of bandana or something. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. all part of being relatable. Yeah. He's not relatable. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't want to share this book with you, Dom. I That's just... fine. That's fine. Have you guys seen the, do you guys, have you guys seen New Girl? Yes. Uh, fact, Where Nick <laughs> writes a book and <laughs> they're like, this is the worst book we've ever read ever, but don't stop reading. <laughs> yeah, it has a crossword, uh, a, a word search in the middle of it. Yes. <laughs> and there are no words in the word search. Yeah. <laughs> so you're just looking, you dummy. <laughs> I just recently rewatched New Girl. It took me about a week and yes, a half. Yes, it's so, so good. good. Oh my gosh, a week and a half. About my that. goodness, it's so good, so funny. Simon, you should definitely watch New Girl. I think you'd like it. Well, I'm not sure how I feel about you at the moment. I so like the picture. I really, I was just being silly. Well, the New Girl's really good. You should definitely watch it. There you go. Okay. Well, if you say so, Katie, then <laughs> I will definitely watch it. Definitely. <laughs> But, uh, well, the other thing is there's a whole chapter in the book about this podcast. That was the point of why I was bringing it up. But And I was saying maybe I'll read it like on the podcast, but maybe I won't. We don't know now. I feel self-conscious about it. You definitely should. See? Told you. The people will want to hear it. Well, <laughs> Katie, so good to see you. We, this is a, such a massive episode to talk about. So mm-hmm. much to say, and guess what? Dom and I have not said a single word about it yet. <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's get into it. Let's roll into it. Big episode, Katie. What mm-hmm. thread? Which character arcs do we want to talk about first? Um, we'll start small-ish. We'll talk about Mouth and Millie. Good place to start. If I may, if I may, if I may, <laughs> I I listen back. So as you, you may notice, you're the first one to see that Dom is using a mic stand, a mic stand for the first time ever, which means he's not crouching over and like doing his neck and back in. But also, <laughs> his audio quality is impeccably better. Not that it's terrible, but now it's perfect. And so I, I had to listen back to the last episode to just to double check. And it was it was great. And then I got sucked into listening to the whole episode because I was enjoying it. Um, dare I say so myself. But I was listening to what we were talking about of the Mouth and Millie storyline. 
and I paused the episode once while I was walking Luna and I started rewriting their storyline in my head and I'm pretty sure I could write it perfectly like there's no other storyline in One Tree Hill I could not write anything better anything near this one storyline I can see exactly how they were supposed to do it and I think they just missed the mark and it's really because they didn't they didn't show enough conflict I don't know well before I get there Katie what's your perspective on this whole Mouth and Millie situation I mean I see both sides but at the same time, they were both wrong. <laughs> um, I mean, Mouth definitely should have said something about Gigi a hell of a lot sooner. I'd be pissed if I were Millie. But, like, I also wasn't sure, like, her walking out of the apartment, was that them breaking up? Was that not? They never really said. But, like, in this episode, Mouth said Millie left me because of Gigi. But she, I, I don't know. Did she actually break up with him? But I mean, clearly when she slept with Owen, I feel like that's pretty um, solidified that they're done. <clears throat> but when she came back and then told Mouth that what happened, he was obviously upset and she left. And I mean, I think that's probably what needed to happen in that moment, but... I don't know. Let's hear what your rewrite would be. Well, I've, my thing is, I actually think the storyline is okay as it is. I think, well, um, the, the my issue with it is that they don't make it clear enough with Mouth as to whether he's actually conflicted or not, or if he actually is struggling with not feeling validated or insecure or whatever because Millie won't sleep with him. I think if we saw more of that and then he was enjoying the attention from Gigi, then we would be able to understand him a little bit better. But because, And not to say that that's right, but we would understand why he would be enjoying the attention or seeking attention or whatever. But because we never see that, we can't be on side with him because it's like he's just being an idiot and he's just not putting up boundaries that need to be put there and so because we don't ever see any conversations between them of why she doesn't want to have sex with him which is fine it's her choice but we don't ever get that explained or explained to what he how it affects him then the conflict's not really clear um what would so i if i was to rewrite it i would have put all them little nuances in and be like have them struggle or have conversations or him feel like it's not that she doesn't want to have sex it's that she doesn't want to have sex with him because he's not good enough or he's not and not saying that that would be the case but that would then go back to how he was in high school and he'd feel like he wasn't wanted and he wasn't and so you could layer it all in and then both characters could have some kind of growth evolution and understanding i I, it'd be hard we need to develop what's happening on millie's side as well um, because it also doesn't really make sense at the end of why why she slept with Owen. Like, why it was like, I'm upset with Mouth, so I'm going to sleep with this random guy. That also just came out of left field. Um, so that could have also been explained. So that, that's, that was my thoughts. Dom, I'd also put it to you. Do we feel like Mouth was close to the line, but he didn't quite... He didn't cross it. Millie obliterated the line um (laughs) 
what what are your thoughts and would you agree with that statement uh yeah i think so uh so i i kind of agree with your like rewrite sort of thing it would make a bit more sense but i think millie has explained from quite early on that she's never slept with anyone she's kind of wants to save herself or wait for the right time right moment potentially marriage right um Mm. and i think mouth accepts that so that's that's kind of fine so I, I don't think there's a an issue there. I don't think there's a, a self-consciousness that they could then add in mm. because Millie's already made that kind of statement, that kind of is it a proclamation. I don't know. She's just kind of made him aware that that's her. That's how she's always been. She's a bit reserved when it comes to that and she doesn't want to, you know, jump right into bed with him and... and uh, 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 and kind of taint their relationship with with something you know build up something a little bit more meaningful until they you know find the right time or get married or whatever that may be but i get what you're what you're saying and and that that would have you know a a, a touch on his history not feeling good enough kind of being a bit toyed with with rachel um and yeah. brooke and, and the way they used him and stuff and kind of bring back all those feelings and that and, and senses of that um but i i think he he didn't set enough ground rules he didn't kind of lay the land and you know tell Gigi to go fuck herself basically which he probably should have done um and then the it's difficult because everything's kind of explainable as well and it's just the classic shakespearean Mm. thing nobody's given the opportunity to finish a sentence or 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 explain stuff and they kind of storm out um uh, kind of like Mia and Peyton's story in this this whole episode. Mia couldn't ever finish a sentence because Peyton just talked over her. So it's kind of a theme like running through. Um, but particularly with Mouth, he's like, the, she sent the picture. I gave her the t-shirt because you told me to get rid of the t-shirt or like burn it or whatever. And I gave her that as like a, this is yours kind of signing off, go away, don't ever come back sort of thing. And then she sent the he picture. She shouldn't have done that, though. No, like, agreed. Totally agreed. But she shouldn't have been lying on the desk in the middle of her work, half naked as well, and sending pictures to anyone. But, yeah, uh, I think then Millie is responsible on two fronts. Um, Owen's drinking. <laughs> she has a, had a responsibility there. And then, yeah, she goes and does something silly. But, you know what? She got drunk herself and kind of thought things were over with mouth so she went and broke her own rules so the only person that she she's going to be disappointed in really is herself i think well definitely and just to i think that's a great perspective and i agree with all of those things i i just i think that looking back at it now they didn't show, like what you said they didn't show mouth to be um in the wrong enough it was all kind Mm. of oh it wasn't me she sent this and this happened oh it's not my fault you know i tripped and slipped and whatever you know (laughs) it's an eminem lyric for anyone that knows um and yeah it's like but that it would be great to actually see him conflicted and see him like seeking some attention from her or something and then being like kind of realizing himself oh what am i doing like, why am I doing this? Oh, it's because of this. And then being able to have a learning point. Um, it's just at this way, they're just both kind of frustrating. There's there's just no reason 
there's no deeper reason for any of it. It is just like it's a misunderstanding that's led into her sleeping with someone else and him just yeah not putting up boundaries enough i I just i'd more look at it it's just wasted like this actually could have been a really good storyline it could have been layered and it could have been more relevant like i think if they did it now in 2023 and we're and we're doing the show now they could have done it like that and it would have been more relatable to people katie what what do do you think i mean mouth has always been one of my least favorite characters anyway um i don't know i just feel like he feels like he's entitled like oh you know in high school girls don't like me but i'm such a nice guy but like basically being like well if i'm nice to you then you know you should want to date me and i'm not one of the douchey guys but he kind of is um and i mean he's sleeping with his boss too like get promotions in his workplace and then now you know getting all this attention from Gigi I don't know I just think he's kind of a shithead anyway um yeah yeah, I don't know I mean I definitely think it could have been better they could have even used that like that that also it all like ties together he could have even used that of being like yeah I like I shouldn't have slept with my boss but um it was like one of the first people that i felt wanted by and so i was kind of blinded my morals were blinded by this that and the other like i i just think they could have serviced that his character so much better all the way through the show it could have been so much more nuanced but because as we know it was he was like mark schwann's conduit character in the show it Mm -hmm. I think they maybe they didn't he didn't want him to be so visibly flawed but actually to our eyes watching it now he's even more flawed because of that because of those reasons because actually we like to see characters that make mistakes grow and evolve and learn from them like Nathan does it makes them more likable and relatable because we've all done those things I mean and it's it's not about what you do it's about how you react to it and what it makes you become and how you evolve. So if you want to hear more, you can find out more in my book, Metamorphosis. <laughs> <laughs> so well, Dom, predictions? Uh, they'll probably be split up or I, I used air quotes split up for two episodes and then they get back together and they'll be like, we miss, I missed you. I missed you. And then they'll be back together. I can't see them not being together for long, regardless of Owen. Mouth will just continue to hate Owen. He hated him anyway, so it's fine. And I think Owen's pretty much done anyway now. Now FFC's returned, but we can get onto that in a minute. (laughs) Well, let, let me ask you both this question individually. If you were Millie and Mouth had done what he'd done, would you be able to forgive him? And if you were Mouth and Millie had done what she'd done, would you be able to forgive her? Katie, let's go to you first. I mean, either way, I'd like to say probably not. But, I mean, they haven't been together that long. Like, if my husband of eight years had done that, (laughs) then probably, yeah, wouldn't, I feel like I wouldn't be able to 
forgive him. Like we've been together this long. Like I'm giving you all the attention you want. Like, no, that's not going to work for me. But if it was somebody I had dated for like not very long, I don't know. I'd probably just be like, whatever, like you're not worth it anyway. And yeah, I guess I, yeah, I don't really see a situation in where I feel like that's okay. Either way, you mean like obviously sleeping with someone else or getting attention from someone else? Yeah, because like even if Mouth didn't mean to, like he was still like emotionally cheating in my eyes personally. Um, And that, you know, could almost be worse of like you were interested in this person and like wanted the attention from them where Millie was just like, yeah, whatever. One night stand couldn't give a shit about Owen. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm eating, going to be eating my words. Like <laughs> I'll listen back and be like, I should have said something different, but <laughs> I would say probably not. Yeah. Okay. What do you think? Um, uh, I think there's always an opportunity for forgiveness if the, if the love is there. Um, but it's difficult, isn't it? It's difficult to, to, to see past it, it depends how strong your character is and and how you rebuild uh, and where you go from there. Um, so yeah, it's it's. A, I can it's, agree with that it's too. A, it's a very <laughs> it's a very very difficult one. But yeah, what about mm. you? What do you think? I yeah, it's hard. I mean, it is all about the individual circumstances. I think like the sleeping with someone is is difficult, maybe difficult to go over, but could people you can get over that uh so i agree i think you could get over both like you said if the love is there i think you said it perfectly dom um that's not shots at uk i think what you said (laughs) is also good but uh i also also and of course agree most with myself that if they'd written it the way that i had said i think (laughs) you could forgive both i think both well obviously i think both could be forgiven because you'd understand the reasoning behind it and it's actually it's not that mouth wants attention from Gigi if it's written the way that I was saying it's that he just wants he just wants attention or doesn't understand it he doesn't really understand his emotions and then when he does understand he can speak to them and explain it and then we can understand him as a character and then it's easier to forgive because you can see him learn and grow and progress and then you could do the same with Millie yeah so I think I think that they could, yeah, I think they both could be forgiven, but I think they could have written it better. Nice. I mean, we spent the longest amount of time ever talking about a quick, <laughs> the quick two characters, didn't we? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I thought I thought it would be a, a small one to start with, but apparently not. All so right, well, give, us a, give us a big one, KE. Well, Brooke and Sam, that's the biggest part of the episode. Katie, did you see the watch along video by chance? I did not. It's worth watching just to see Dom okay. laughing at inappropriate <laughs> moments. With oh, Xavier. We didn't talk about just mouth back to mouth very quickly. When Millie's leaving, something that I did laugh at quite hysterically in the episode is Millie's packing a bag. She walks out of the room. She's got a bag on her shoulder. She looks at mouth. She's a bit sad. She's leaving. He's sitting on this stool or whatever at the breakfast bar and he's just got a little glass of coke there who has time 
to pour a glass of coke out while she's packing her shit and leaving you. This is just ridiculous. I find it so ridiculous and very annoying. He probably didn't know what else to do. Yeah, he's <laughs> just totally lost. I'm going to have a glass of coke. What an idiot. Absolute moron. If anyway, it was sorry. a can of coke, would it have made you feel better? Like as if he didn't take the time to pour it into a glass. Maybe. Maybe I wouldn't have noticed it as much. It's just the fact that he had a, a like a pint glass of coke sitting there it was cold you could tell it was cold and yeah just having a little swig what should he have done just be respectful either get out the way or just wait in a corner wait for her to leave then you can have it whatever's in the fridge mate but just wait what if it was a glass of water would that have made you feel better that would have been okay because it would be understandable it's a bit like nervous and a bit upset and you know water's you know good and helps you you know, hydrate in 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 nerv- nervous situations, but a, a full full glass of coke. I add full <laughs> glass. It's not like skills had left it out. Do you know what I mean? This is well, he hadn't that, even taken a sip yet. Then had he really? I mean, uh, when I say full, it was like up to here. So he there had was an like initial sip. There was enough missing for it to for him to have had a go on it. <laughs> he tested the well. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, back to whoever. Was it Brooke? Right, Brooke, Brooke, and, Brooke Sam. and Sam. Dom, tell us about Brooke and Sam. Let's set it up, please. What what an episode for these two. Brooke's still in full search mode, trying to find Sam. Sam is missing. And Sam wakes up with X staring at her because he's fucking creepy. Um, but, like, brilliantly creepy as well. Like, not many people do crazy, weird, creepy well in tv but this guy seems to do it really well i don't know who he is as an actor i don't know if he's in anything else um but yeah he was great his mouth doesn't open he taught he might as well have a a dummy there like ventriloquist dummy because his mouth was just did not open at any point when he talked um and he was horrendous but yeah sam with her huge head getting trapped. Like, I was not surprised she couldn't get out of the window because getting that head through there would have been a, a struggle. What's um, wrong with you? And him what is pulling wrong her, with you? Pulling her back in, tying her up and shoving her in a cupboard. And yeah, Evan Peters runs away. Is it Evan Peters? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets out. Um, he's safe. But yeah, that's all I've got the, to say about them, really. Uh, <laughs> he, the, the guy x xavier so creepy and it's his delivery of lines are so weird like do you think they're having sex yeah like tom so weird <laughs> so creepy and the mouth thing the mouth comment as well yeah you have a nice mouth you have a nice <laughs> mouth oh <laughs> there's an agreement there. sorry that's my dog <laughs> did you have a oh have a nice night have a nice night but you gotta say it without your mouth moving Having a, a bad nice night. night. <laughs> <laughs> Having a bad night. I can't. So creepy. So did they, I don't watch the recaps. Did they show um, like Quentin being killed at the gas station in the recap at the beginning of the episode? Like, did you know then that it was the same guy? I think... It was made obvious in the previous episode, was it not? Was it? Uh, yeah, no. they did. Know. They did a flat when I think in the lot at the end of the last episode when he said, 
uh, yeah, having, having a, a bad, bad night. night, having a bad night. Oh, yeah, it flashes oh, that's right. okay. to Quentin. So we, as an audience, know from the last okay. episode, and then the characters gotcha. in know in the show at the end of this episode when the police officer finds the okay. drivers. I like, couldn't remember if that was the first time they said that, but okay. Can we also uh, take yeah. a moment to talk about how awful, awful some of the police officers in <laughs> Tree Hill are, particularly the first police officer that Brooke's like, hey, I'm really sorry. I, you know, I'm missing a child. Well, she's not really my child, but anyway. Um, and she explains the whole situation. He's just like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm on a smoke break. Love. <laughs> All right. First things first. Secondly, you know, what you've told me is you have a kid that's not yours got questions on that but can't be bothered to ask him and you're saying she comes back when she wants so nah just don't worry about it just come back in a few days if she doesn't turn up i'm pretty sure he would be liable to a formal complaint maybe <laughs> disciplinary you know charges like my god how non I got stuck. I got stuck. I got stuck. <laughs> Committed to your job, could you be? Katie, I want to know. I need an answer, please. I don't know. But unfortunately, I feel like that's probably how it would actually go. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not. But, like, if you kind of lay out the actual facts, the fact that it's not her kid. She's not even, like, legally her guardian. There's no, like, documentation of this. She has been gone for, like, 12 hours, just overnight. I feel like the police officer, that's probably what would happen. Like, come back in a day if she's still missing. This person who is not even your child. (laughs) I don't know. It's just I, but it's pretty shitty. I, yeah, I it's think, not great. I think even at this point, though, Brooke's not convinced she's in danger, is she? Brooke's just like, she left in a sad state and she's gone to this boy's home. Like, eventually she figures that out. But she 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 doesn't really think that she's in the, the impending danger that she is actually in. She just thinks she's missing. But... So this is a question I have for you, Katie, because something that happens in films and TV shows and throughout our lifetime, particularly mine and Simon's, is that when someone goes missing in a film or TV show that's American and they go and report it to the police, they're like, well, has it been 24 hours? And they're (laughs) like, no. And they're like, well, come back when it's been 24 hours. And then they have to go. Wait, where are, what state are they in? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But it has to be 24 hours, (laughs) okay? (laughs) I don't know what state that is either. Somebody let us know. Let us know in the comments. (laughs) But does it have have to be 24 hours? I mean, I've never had this happen to me in real life before, so I'm not sure. Let's hope you never do. But I, I don't know. I don't think so because, like, we get, you know, I don't know if you guys have an equivalent of like an Amber alert there um, of like basically when a child is kidnapped and it's like they are in imminent danger, like everybody's phones get an alert 
that this child is missing or in in danger. Um, They call it an Amber Alert. But I don't know if like in general, if somebody goes missing, if less than 24 hours is like kind of protocol or maybe it's like if it's less than 24 hours and you know they're in danger i don't i don't know how that works in real life wow well if anybody does know <laughs> we, do, we don't we don't get amber like that's the sort of thing that's quite smart and that would would be useful but we don't get an alert when that happens it's just kind of like a someone on facebook will say this person's missing and then they share it and that's kind of what happens over here at the moment they they just changed that though. Did do you not remember? Literally like a month ago, they did that thing where it, it they tested it on everybody's phone. It was like all on the news that hey, you're going to get this alert on your phone. Yeah, that was, was weather, this, like extreme weather warnings, and if we're being attacked by Russia, right? But I mean, you'd think if they're doing that, then they could start doing similar type of stuff. <laughs> Russia specifically, yes. But why, like that, they could <laughs> throw things on there? Surely, like at a local level. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, it does. I mean, it would be a smart move, wouldn't it? But yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay. So Xavier's creepy. Jack down. Yeah. I mean, and then we'll, we'll talk. Let's talk about the climax of it. She, Brooke, remembers Jack Daniels, manages to find where he lives, and has the creepy conversation with Xavier. He says, what does he say to finish it? Have a good night or whatever he says. Mm-hmm. That it triggers in her memory the flashbacks. They do like another shot that wasn't included before. So they kind of like retconned it to add it in to show him saying, have a good night like after he leaves, which then obviously ties it all, to, all together with uh, Qu- uh, Quentin as well. And it was clever that the storyline with Jamie and... Andre. Drew, Andre Drew Drew yeah Andre uh with um because obviously it connects in with all of this and she goes back in she maces him they have a scuffle she finds Sam there's a lot of face holding which I guess Dom would say would mean she would have to have her hands at a shoulder width stance <laughs> um, <laughs> so far apart it's not that big. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a huge head. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice it. You'll notice it every time now. Every time you see her. <laughs> I can't unsee you it. You can't unsee it now. <laughs> Dom's a pure head sizest. <laughs> it has a problem. But yeah, and then she gets sort of pulled off by her legs as she's trying to like un you know, free untangle and free Sam. And she grabs, she grabs the shooter. The <laughs> she shooter. grabs the hand cannon and uh, puts that at that at his dome. And you know, I I hate you, I hate you. Um, you know, pulls back the what's the thing called at the back? You Trigger? know the little no. You know the that <laughs> the hammer. The, the hammer. You know, about to blow this dude away. Um, and Sam's like, no, please, no. This is not how she did it. This would be terrible acting if she did. No, please, <laughs> no. And she says, I need you, mom. 
Okay, that's one. That's pretty known... good. Thank, thank you. Thank good. you very much. Do you want to hear it again? Hear <laughs> yes, it again? please. <laughs> you read my book? We have to read more about this in the book. I need you, Mom. <laughs> and oh. uh, she's known this woman for four weeks. <laughs> right. Oh, dear. Katie, do you want to speak on that? Or speak your part, your part, your port? You want to speak your port? I mean, <laughs> sure, they haven't known each other very long, but I feel like Sam's probably latched onto her at this point because nobody else she doesn't have another mom so like this was kind of the best setup she could possibly have i think calling her mom probably went maybe a little far (laughs) but um that's probably how she feels though um because she doesn't have anybody else but also like if i were brooke and i had stormed into the house and maced him I would probably make sure that he's like knocked out since it's only the two of them. It's not like she's in a time crunch. Like she could have knocked him out and made sure he was down, called 911 before even going to find Sam. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but yeah. Tom, what do you think? Well, there's, there's just so much that happens in these scenes. Um, what? particularly with the macing and running around some of x's lines are fantastic in this episode like particularly when he locks sam in the cupboard and says shut your mouth or or i'll make you an orphan again (laughs) and then um dom the only man in the world laughing (laughs) it was a good moment and then he's crawling like chasing uh, Brooke and they're crawling is like, I could watch you crawl all day <laughs> and she's like kicking at him and all sorts just like he is the epitome of creepy weirdo uh, which I think is fantastic um, it, as soon as she recognised what was going on like who he was she should have just phoned the police and said this girl's been abducted by this guy he's here he's probably wanted already so you know what, what have you but um you know, she wanted to go in and save the day. And I think she put up a good fight. I think Katie's absolutely spot on, though. Like, mace him and then hit him in the head with heavy things until he can't get up, you know. And then go and <laughs> find Sam, who who made no effort to make any noise, you know, of her whereabouts. She would have heard Brooke going, Sam, 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 on every door. And she made absolutely no effort to, uh, you know, kick the door with her even though her feet were tied up you know she could still move a little bit she she didn't want to be found is what i'm saying (laughs) she enjoyed sleeping on the dirty mattress (laughs) in that horrible horrible house do you think they're having sex (laughs) (laughs) so terrible i like your mouth (laughs) you've got a nice mouth (laughs) uh well he gets gun butted um, which we was hoping for, yeah, and a little swift kicking, mm. good kick. Um, and there we go. Julian's there to witness it, and Jack Daniels in the background. And there you go. Jack Daniels is going to need some therapy, that's for sure. They all need to be seeing the British red-headed therapist that we've had every now and again. Hundred percent. What does fun mean to you? <laughs> Have you ever gone skinny dipping in the lake? 
Why not? You're young, 22. You live life. Live life, laugh. Live life, laugh. <laughs> oh, dear. That was pretty good, too. Wow. Dom, I am taking over as the impression guy here. Please do. <laughs> Please do. Which is funny because Dom overshared a story today. So we're kind of switching roles around <laughs> here. Now you're here if you listen back. But um, it's been all sorts <laughs> before you got on, Katie. There's been brothels and strip clubs. Strip clubs. <laughs> the usual. <laughs> <laughs> That's Thursday. <laughs> so, right, Dom, what's your predictions? Sam, Brooke, Jack Daniels even, Xavier. We're going to see this dude again? <sighs> it's difficult. There's got to be some sort of trial some sort of you know reliving this this moment for Brooke I think and the previous moments um and he's the kind of guy that holds a grudge you know <laughs> so are we gonna have a Derek situation no why that's funny it's the kind of guy that holds a grudge he, yeah he's it. the kind of guy that's like well he he hates us so much. like Sam like he even says to Sam in the episode along the lines of you, you know, you you said you hated this person, and now you know, and, and all of that stuff. And then um, Sam was like, "Yeah, but she's nice to me. She was she's been nice to me, so it's kind of okay now." And it's like to to him, that's not good enough. You know, you made it clear that she was a bitch, a rich bitch that needed dealing with. I went and dealt with her, and then you took the drawings that I stole, and I'm not happy about it. So now I'm going to deal with you. And I kind of feel like. The justice system, the police have already done a bit of a shit job in this episode. The justice system over there we know is awful. So I give him two to three, he's out and he's coming for them in a whole nanny carry kind of crazy Derek style. Well, Dan did murder and was out in four. In like a minute, yeah. <laughs> so, hey. so I wouldn't be surprised if he popped up and was like, have a nice night and just terrorizing people. Mostly Brooke and Sam. Again. Okay. And then rank the same. This question for you as well, Katie. In fact, let's ask you first. Katie, rank our psychos from your favorite to least favorite. We've got Psycho Derek, Nanny Kerry, and Xavier. Favorite meaning. Just whatever it like means my to favorite. you. Just who's your favorite villain? <laughs> what kind of psycho do you appreciate? Uh, yeah. Um I think in terms of story, I'll go in terms of storyline. So yeah. I will pick Psycho Derek first, then Carrie, then Xavier. Okay. And Dom? How about you guys? Oh, it's getting close to Xavier being my favorite. Because he just <laughs> had it. the better line. He just had the better lines. So I'm gonna say Xavier Derek Carrie. What what about you? Yeah, I think I agree with you, Dom. I like, <laughs> well, n definitely now. Like, I, wa I watch, when I watch the episode back for the podcast, I watch our watch along back so I can remember what you've right. reacted to so we can talk about it. And you were killing me with your laughter <laughs> at some of his lines. So now it's more enjoyable for me because <laughs> I think that's what I'll think of now. The Psycho Derek was fun too. I, I mean, mm. I'm saying fun in, we're looking at this as TV, not if this was real, this right. would be horrific, obviously. But, you know, some of the stuff like when Psycho Derek, you know, he beat up a Marine, <laughs> like, 
Right. And, and, you know, all of that stuff. Shoved through a window and was fine. Oh, when he was in the basement and he was doing a... We found the suspect. You know, he was doing like <laughs> the, the sub and draw. So good. That's right. So good. I think like with Julian appearing, is Julian going to make this his second film about people in Ooh. Tree Hill, like the like the spin-off to The Ravens? All right, speaking, of, speaking of films, myself included, and I'm sure and the whole world, is wrapped up into this like submarine Titanic mm-hmm. situation, right? I, I even checked my phone a minute ago just to be like, have they found anything? Uh, which is awful and terrible and, you know, touch wood that, that they can find them and, and they survive. I was saying to F earlier, I was like, if they survive, this will be a film within three years. If they don't yes. survive, this will be a film in 20 years. Like they'll give that that gap but either way this will be made into a film a hundred percent i mean it sounds like a film this is basically vertical limit in the ocean like it's crazy yeah yeah well that's like that malaysian flight a few years ago that still has never been found yeah crazy crazy but yeah there still hasn't been an update there was they found they heard they've managed to hear banging They've heard, yeah, yeah they've heard noises and things, haven't they? And but still, yeah, it's weird, crazy. I don't like it. Crazy. Well, okay. Can we talk about Jamie and Andre? Yeah, this was my least favorite storyline of the episode. Oh, tell us about it, Katie. Ah, moth. It was just boring <laughs> to me compared to the other one, I guess. Um. But, I mean, I liked how they managed to, like you said, connect that with the, with Xavier being, you know, outed as being Quentin's killer. But, and I think, you know, just keeping them on our radar, I guess. But, I don't know, I just thought it was boring. Dom? Um, Yeah, I, I mean, it could have not been in the episode I think we, if we were going to, what would have been good is if we'd had flashes of Q appearing like behind them or in the background. Do you know what I mean? Like watching over them as they're walking to his grave, something like that. But, but it's only Nathan that's like really sees him, isn't it? Because he's the only one that's kind of damaged enough to, to have that vision. Um, but yeah, I think it was just a bit like we need to throw andre in and give jamie something to do so let's get them to wander off down to the to to the cemetery and and visit q's grave and then the mom doing a a dreadful job by losing the kids like almost immediately Um, she's going through trauma dom she's going through trauma yeah just her son was murdered She, she lost someone else's kid Jamie gets it's lost true. every five minutes. It kid is a liability. <laughs> if I was, I, if I, I was thinking, tag right? Him. If this <laughs> GPS electronically tag him. <laughs> I was thinking if this was my mum, right, and I was Andre, and then she found me in the cemetery. She, oh God, Simon, okay, you here, here. After all of that bit, she'd go, Jamie Scott. What the fuck are you doing? Like you are a bad. It- no, my mum wouldn't do any of that. But I just, 
Like, can we just say it how it is? Jamie is a poor influence on other children. He he not only got Andre to leave his yard, he was like selling second hand, you know, like candy bars in the in the playground. He was getting uh Chuck to give over all of his money. Like isn't a little bit wasn't this Andre's fault though? Because Andre yeah. was like, Mum said it's okay we could like for us to go. And he was like, oh, okay. Because he's like, I could show you the yeah, way. All right. All right. You got me. You got me. You got me. <laughs> I mean, me. I'm not saying Jamie's a good kid. I, I think he's a little toe rag. But <laughs> I, 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 I think this is very much on uh, Andre this time. Fair. No, no, that's fair. Hey, I can admit when I'm wrong. <laughs> and I admit it. Fair enough. I, I will say. Yeah. I will say the woman that plays Quentin and Andre's mom is such a good actress. She's she plays being distressed really well. And when she gives Andre the hug at the end, like the second hug where he is looking over her shoulder at Jamie, that kid that's playing Andre is such a good actor. I don't know if that's just like his face, like if he just naturally has like a bit of a resting sad face, but he plays it so well. Like hats off to that kid. He's he's amazing, and the mom is amazing too. The the Fields family got better in terms yeah. of the the acting caliber for real. when they arrived. <laughs> Do you have any any predictions for that? Do you think we'll see them anymore? Do you think that's it for Mrs. Fields and Andre? Uh, I don't think that's it. I think now we found X trial quentin's wallet hopefully be returned to mrs fields um and jamie's got a little mate so hopefully that i think they'll probably last the season maybe into season seven but yeah depends on how well nathan does with basketball i guess and if they have to move away or should we? T- I'm gonna have to close this window because it's just been invaded by moths. Can we talk about Nathan <laughs> and Bobby? What a lad! <laughs> you love Bobby so much. I do. <laughs> Moth, tell talk to us about Bobby. Go on, Katie. Tell us about Nathan, not Bobby. No one cares about Bobby, really. <laughs> I um, Nathan is playing for the Charleston Chiefs now. And he has a sort of nemesis on the team who is also a point guard. Um, and I feel like that's the extent of Nathan's story arc this episode. Um, he played pretty terribly at practice. Um, but And then the guy, I don't remember his name, but he tore up his photos. And I was like, well, that's just rude. <laughs> um, what a dick. But... Yeah, but I liked how Nathan was basically like, yeah, I'm going to take your spot because I'm better than you, but you can have it back when I go to the NBA. So, yeah, I don't know. I like Nathan in this episode. It's, it's yeah. good for Nathan. What do you guys think? It's definitely a good one for Nathan. I think he's shows his kind of resilience in the end. He gets frustrated, but shows that he's quite reserved now. He's not. He, he's going to leave it all out on the court which I think is is much, much better and a much better way to present himself rather than getting angry about the pictures being torn up and all the pressure that this guy's putting on him. He's going to prove it. I'm going to say, he, he says, I'm, I'm better than you. And, you know, yeah, exactly like you said, Katie, I'll, I'll uh, 
you'll have your spot back when I leave because I'm going to go on to bigger and better things. And it's almost like I don't need the number 23 because Jamie had hinted so much at the number 12 in the the mm-hmm. previous episode or maybe earlier on in this episode. I, I, I can't remember now, but um, it was obvious that he was going to ask for the number 12 over the number 15 and someone else has 23. So, um, yeah, d- I, I think Nathan just gets more and more decent every as as the seasons obviously as the seasons go on but as every episode goes on he's just a better character every time um and i quite enjoy it when he's on i think he's he's good and hopefully is he gets better and better and helps helps our bobby get to where he wants to be as well go on simon tell us about bobby <sighs> love you bobby well bobby <laughs> is not the gm anymore it's back to coaching him and nathan trying something new making it a comeback. They're in it together, but Bobby has to bench Nathan because, hey, he's a coach. He's got to call the plays that he sees. He's got to do what's right for the team. And if we know one thing about Bobby, we know that he will make the tough calls when he's in the clinch. When it's clutch time, Bobby's the man. He'll make the big decisions. He'll bring home the gold. Nathan, (laughs) I agree. I think he's great. Uh, And he does just keep getting better. But dare I say, it is because, like I said about Mouth and Millie, they put it all in. Like we've got, we've, we have been able to see him evolve. And some of these things, it's like, like Nathan did way worse in see in the earlier seasons, or particularly season one, um, with Haley than uh, Mouth did to Millie. There's loads of examples, um, I'm sure. But we understand some of his conditioning. Um, and so it, what we're getting to see is him becoming present within himself and breaking his own conditioning and becoming his own person and evolving. And so, yeah, I think his character is probably the best written character in the show. So I agree. Definitely. Should we talk about Lucas? Or oh, do you have any predictions for Nathan? You kind of... What do you think is going to happen? Um... I don't know really. I think he's going to prove himself. He's going to do really well. I've said he'll get back to the NBA before, I think. So I, I said he'd get back into a team and, and he'd achieve that and he's done that. Um, I do think he, he might be good enough. I, I'm more, I'm concerned of injuries and things like that will crop back up and that will become a problem. You know, slam ball, he managed to avoid it but realised that being shoved through a pane of glass was, was a bad idea. Um and I, I just kind of think that he's going to get to a point where he's going to run himself down and, and get into get into some issues again. But I think he might have that opportunity again. So it would be nice to see. So I think he's going to get that opportunity again. I also think that there's going to be that kind of struggle between him and Haley. Is like he's off NBAing and traveling the country and playing all these games, and she wants to record again. And maybe she's been offered a tour and that whole weird dynamic from you know seasons ago where we sort of didn't like either of them much um will come back <gasps> to kind of haunt them because they've got a child to look after Haiti kissed chris keller and went on tour with him i <laughs> just remembered that that's true what was it that, <laughs> what was it that nathan had done because he had done something equally though hadn't he what did he do no he did nothing is that why we nothing, hated her so much in season but stamp two? Stamp on her dreams, apparently, according to some people. Oh, he threw her keyboard <laughs> against the wall. No, that was after she left. That was after it? she left. Yeah, 
I mean, he bought a motorcycle. He gave her the an ultimatum. That's what it was. He was like, "You either go on, you you either stay here with me, or you go on tour and we're done." Like I think he he forced yeah. into an ultimatum, maybe, but. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Well, let's talk about Lucas and Peyton. I guess that's separate. So Lucas, Daddy Long Legs in here everywhere, and they're freaking me out. Are they called Daddy Long Legs in, in America? Yeah. You know, they have poison in yeah, them. Yeah, I'm not a fan. What's that? They have poison in them, but they do not have fangs to administer it. Still unsettling. Very, <laughs> very. <laughs> uh, well, Katie, can you tell us tell us a bit about Lucas and his uh, producer meeting? Yeah, so he met with um, the head of the studio, which turned out to be Julian's dad, and he's also an asshole. <laughs> um, but basically said that Dawson is not going to be their director. And um, then uh, what's his? Oh, Paul. Paul wanted to fire Julian. And Lucas said, no, um, you know, I just can't imagine tearing my kid down, basically, the way you tear yours down. And um, I think Julian wants to make this a good movie. So I think he needs to stay. And Paul just said, okay. Then he stays, which I feel like is kind of ominous. Like what he gave up so easily. Like what does that mean then? And I, I actually I don't remember. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it was interesting. It, it almost felt like to me like he was testing Lucas. At, mm. at, like, and I can't actually remember. I mean, I remember the overall parts what happened but i don't remember right. the like granular bits that happened next but what what did you think dom and where do you think it's going to go well it just seems like every father figure like okay <laughs> let, let's let's not consider the 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 core five because they're, they're still the kids really aren't they but every like father figure um is either absent or just a bit shit <laughs> except for keith really who's dead so you're dead absent or shit and and, and there's wasn't, no and wasn't his dad yeah exactly cool, well, unless so, we're talking to you so it's just <laughs> yeah well, I think really he is he will always be um but there's just no there's just, there's just like i mean there's that theme of consistency i guess in in one tree hill that these high-powered rich dads are all awful parents and hate their children um speaking of which we haven't seen dan for a few episodes he's he's missing maybe he's finally getting a new heart who knows who knows um but that would be nice hopefully we see him again soon um although whitey's technically a father figure and he's not shit so there's some redeeming qualities i guess but he's also no one's actual father so if you are an actual father then you're pretty terrible in this program um, and we find out that Lucas is going to be one of those as well. And yeah, he's, he, you know, I'm not going to call you my fiance anymore. I'm going to call you my baby daddy, which is a horrendous line. Um, yes. But yeah, well done, Peyton, <laughs> for ruining it for everyone. Um, I didn't hate that line. 
Just to yeah, throw of course out there. she didn't. Of course didn't. she didn't. <laughs> I'm hungry. That's a line I can hate. But <laughs> that line, I didn't but, love me. Yeah, it was it was okay. This part of the story, I thought Lucas actually standing up to to him at the end and saying, "No, I want Julian still involved." As much as he's a bit of a dick, is you know, he's kind of his heart's in it. He's the right person for it, and uh, I hope that. I'm a better father than you will ever be kind of thing. I thought that was a, a decent moment. And it felt like a dig at Dan, if anything, um, as much as it was a dig at this guy. Because it's like, well, I'm going to be better than both of you. Um, and hopefully he proves us all right. I mean, it's not hard to do, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. And and Peyton's story with Mia, that that I found boring. Owen, mm-hmm. just all load of old crap. Well, I was going to say because as as time is pushing on, could you do a dumb double a a dumb a dumb a dom, a dom double speed for Jenna, and <laughs> which means it's quadruple speed for her. Yeah, and uh, and hit us with the, the Owen, the Mia, the ferret face chase, and yeah, the Peyton all in one. So. I'll go for it. So Peyton, Peyton's pregnant. Um, she she makes several comments about it as well. Like she even says to me at one point, "Like you're my first child." Or and um, Haley kind of figures it out almost immediately. Um, Brooks to sort of on her own, you know, on in her own sort of like mind, but gets in the car with her and tells her to slow down because she feels a bit sick. But actually, it's because she's just like stop driving like a crazy person. Don't want to crash uh, and cause you know problems to the baby. Um, Mia can't write she's got writer's block because she's about 12 and has absolutely zero life experience so everything that she wrote in her first album is everything that she's already lived and needs to you know continue to live to be able to write more content um, Owen is an absolute drunk mess Peyton sees that he's drinking again calls Ferret Face Chase because we know that he was his sponsor or is his sponsor and he offers to take over running the bar while whilst he goes to you know rehab and get recover whatever it may be but i think that's just a ploy to get rid of owen get rid of the actor move on and and then continue to have chase in the program chase is also an alcoholic recovering alcoholic in recovery whatever that may be so what is it with this program having people that have problems being in places they shouldn't be don't know but um chase is that, an alcoholic is he is he no he's not well is it if, if he's his sponsor normally that that means that they've got a problem as well surely. No, i don't think That's he was his spon- is he a sponsor i don't think he was his sponsor i think he was just a good friend i think he was his sponsor i think that's where that came from i think he's a mess as well <laughs> that's okay. what i'm saying i'm putting we'll it see. out there all right well we can see but i think and as the knowledge to date i don't think that's Accurate. Well, I would I would like that to be the case. Then we have Chase seeing Mia, uh, Mia struggling to write, but she knows how to make a Long Island iced tea, and she's now going to get a job behind the bar instead because that's all she's good for. Katie, but she's only eighteen. She's twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, what's your thoughts on any and all of that? Well, kind of similar to what you were saying earlier about Millie, like she gets mad at mouth and then throws away like what she has 
I don't want to say like worked for, but made a value to her that she hasn't had sex. Like Owen has been sober for eight years and things get rough with Brooke. And he's like, oh, I'm going to drink. <laughs> like, I feel like in eight years, you probably had more like awful things happen. And like having a disagreement with Brooke is what drove you over the edge. I don't know. I mean, yeah, he, it he sounds like his injury too. He, he, wasn't even in a, he wasn't even in a relationship with her and she no. drove him to drink mad yeah um but yeah and then Peyton I don't know if it was because uh she was worried that Brooke's driving was gonna hurt the baby but I feel like she was literally nauseated mm. and that and said she was carsick but she was actually pregnant but also carsick <laughs> But it could be it could be that too. She was feared for the baby's life. But um, yeah, I don't think I have anything else. I think like what you just said. It's the characters sometimes are a bit two dimensional. Like we and they're not fleshed out enough. I think that's essentially what we've been saying here tonight. Is that mm-hmm. it's a little bit black and white. They don't really go into the gray. And actually, I think what drama shows are about talking about the gray and letting us understand the nuances of the characters so we can understand them and then we can like them more and identify with them more and i think they have done a bit of a poor job with some of them in these later seasons and other ones have done a really good job with like nathan and bobby (laughs) so how'd you get that in there (laughs) let's get into judgments anything we've missed we will catch there but first if And it's a big if, but you should know the answer if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. And how could you not? Then check us out, ravenshoops.net. Why, Dom? Because basketballs go through. Hoops. (laughs) Katie, they also go through. Nets. Ravenshoops.net. Should we put that on a hoodie or a t-shirt or something? It's been like our catchphrase from the beginning. Yeah. Too many Let's words. We need Make to it get, happen. We'll work it out. Someone talk to Lauren. Merch and we distribution. Should have, we should have someone has uh basketballs go through hoops and then the person you're with has and they also go through nets on a different Like top. two people. Oh yeah. like like an Like to, I'm with stupid and Right. Basketballs <laughs> Yeah, but why? Because basketballs go through hoops and then the other one but they also go yeah okay someone make that happen please lauren (laughs) katie who's your favorite performer of this episode i don't know his name but xavier nice choice good choice yeah just for the reasons we already talked about super creepy dominico uh, I picked Sophia Bush as my favourite performer. I thought she did a cracking job, particularly with the gun whip. <laughs> what about you? I want a Dominique. Honourable. That's what I used to call you as a kid. Do yeah. you know what I'm I haven't heard that for a long time. Was I the only one that ever called you that? Yeah. Excellent. Claimed it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> put a flag in it. Put an American flag in it. Why not? Gosh. Um. Right. Honorable mention to the lady that's played that plays Mrs. Fields. Honorable mention to the guy, the little kid that plays Andre. But I also went with Sophia Bush. I hate you. 
which reminds me of this line in a battle rap where it's like, I hate you. I'll sit anyway. I'll Always post it in the Discord. No one will give it any Watch emojis it. or love. Yep. <laughs> Katie. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favorite character of this episode? Brooke. Yeah. Um, for obvious reasons. Yeah, she's nice. the heroine, the hero of this episode. Dominico? I've literally gone opposites to Katie and I've picked X <laughs> as my favourite character for obvious reasons. <laughs> and X, X killed Q. I, I love that. I just put that together. Letters. Alphabet Alphabet Wars. I like it. But who is your favourite character? Mine is Brooke as well. Nice. She's Good choice. Hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Katie, who's your favourite background performer? One line or less. Um, so at the very end when they find Q's wallet and the police officer is like, this is Quentin Field's wallet. And the other police officer just nods. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's it. That's your reaction to that. So I'm going to go with the nodding policeman. He wasn't even paying attention. He was thinking, maybe I'll have that ravioli tonight for dinner. Wait, <laughs> is that gone out of date? Did I already open that? Maybe I'll have the Parmigiano. Nikki? Yep. N- no, 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 no. We don't like that one. We don't like that one at all. I, I also picked the same police officer. <laughs> like, police officer in uniform is, hey, look what I found. Quinton Fields' wallet. And it's just detective, just <laughs> nods <laughs> and does nothing. Um, but yeah. And also, yeah. I noticed that whilst that was happening, there was another police officer in the background that was like questioning Brooke and Sam and writing something down, taking like a statement. And Julian just walks over and is like, come on, I'll take you home. <laughs> just They just leave. <laughs> like, leave that police officer <laughs> writing shit down. <laughs> and that's it. So, yeah, I, I picked that guy as well, though. He's a good choice, Katie. What about you, Simon? Who's yours? I said that I was going to do this on the watch along. Uh, I am going to pick the fly that lands on Xavier's oh, face. Yeah, head. I noticed it. <laughs> <That's> so good. <laughs> so good. I like to think that the, that the actor really got into character and just like thought, yeah, I'm not going to shower for a few days. And I may, I like to think also he brought that fly with him. Like it's his pet fly. And just at the right time, he just sort of like signaled to someone off screen and they're like, release the fly. Release the fly. Send <laughs> the fly. Could be. Straight the fly will know head. what to do. Yeah. Katie, what was your favorite line of this episode? Um, I'll go with Nathan's line about um, I'm going to take your spot because I'm better than you. Um, but when I get called up to the NBA, you can have your job back. Yeah, nice. I, I just like that. Yeah. Dom? I mean, there's so many good lines. <laughs> so many good lines. I said one earlier, which was, um, you know, you better shut your mouth or I'll make you an orphan. Again, I thought that was... Uh, <laughs> brilliant uh, just the the do you think they're having just all of x's lines are brilliant but i am gonna go with have a nice night so you have that. to uh, you, you've got to it's go on, simon tell us what I, you got. Uh, an obscure one i i'm not gonna pick <laughs> this but i honorable mention to julian when he's like you know basically it's like you're um the studio bought your script you're their bitch now so get over you've been summoned <laughs> to oz get over there avoid the 405 and you know save this movie like i thought that was really like a smooth i like the way i like the way he talks um 
He's got a pretty mouth. <laughs> but I am going to pick... Oh, no. I want to pick... Oh, I'm going to pick the... I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Just reminds me of the battle rap line. I hate you. I'm going to oh, bring it up in a minute. Okay. Katie. What was your favorite song of this episode? To be quite honest, I watched this episode with no sound on because I was holding a sleeping baby and didn't have headphones. So I have no music at all. Well, when you don't know, when when Dom or I don't know or have a choice, we always say, oh, the song that was on at the end with the montage, or we say, oh, John Nordstrom was really good in this episode. Both of those, yep. Both are my favorite. Both, please. Mm-hmm. Minik? Oh, it just gets worse. Um, there was <laughs> a song that was playing more or less near, near enough at the end during some montage moments, and it was called My Backwards Walk by Frightened Rabbit. And I listened to the whole episode with sound on, and that was the only song that I noticed. So <laughs> I'll go with that. What about you, mate? I liked the, the John Nordstrom in the set for real, though. Like, I liked the... When it, there was like a transition and it flipped to X just being like, hi, Sam, <laughs> like, or whatever. <laughs> and the music completely flipped into like, dun, dun, dun. Um, I wonder how long he'd been there <laughs> watching. So weird. Terrible. Ugh. So Maybe weird. they're having sex. I hate it. <laughs> What's wrong with you, fucking weirdo? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would have said. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, what... Okay, anyway. Um, and last but not least is the precious, precious Lareton. Katie, did you have a number in mind before we started this conversation? I did. And did it increase, decrease, or stay the same? Stayed the same. And Dom, same question. Uh, I got a number and it stayed the same. And same questions to you. I'm just writing to the waiting room and commanding you, commanding them to wait. Um, they will wait. I have had a number. I still have the same number, and I feel good about it. So let's say them together after three and see where we land. One, two, three, nine. Nine. Ooh. For clarity, Dominico was a nine. I was a nine. Katie was a disgraceful eight. Katie, <laughs> would you like to uh, explain yourself, really? I mean, I'm. I thought you guys were gonna go seven, but um, I was between an eight and a nine. I could go to a nine. I just thought Peyton was boring. Jamie was boring. Lucas was kind of boring. That's why I went down. But I can do a nine. That's fine. Dom, why was you a nine? Um, although Katie is right about all the boringness, um, I think the Brooke, X, <laughs> Julian, uh, Sam, uh, Jack Daniels, uh, uh, all the rest basically kind of made up for it. And I think Lucas at the end kind of being decent and saying Julian should sound the film kind of makes it a nine. The rest of it, yes, you could absolutely get rid of, but... Um, yeah, I thought it was good. It was entertaining. Made me laugh. Uh, was a bit better than the last episode, which we did give an eight. So I thought it, the natural progression was a nine. Works for me. 
There you go. I need you, Mom. <laughs> That's all I have to say about it. So, so we will good. call this one a nine. Katie, it has been great to see you again. Thank you for coming on, watching an episode with no sound and still being able to talk about it in such levels of detail. I think we always have really good in-depth conversations with you. And so, yeah, we really appreciate it. So thank you for coming on and we look forward to seeing you again and hope you settle in nicely into your new abode. Thanks. It was good to see you guys and talk with you as well. It's always, always a fun time. So thank you. Oh, thank you so much for joining. It's great to have you back on and... Yeah, at least you weren't in a car this time. You look like you're a bit more right. comfortable. <laughs> and uh, yeah, thank you. It's always good to good to talk to you and you always kind of make us think slightly differently, which is great as well. So yeah, can't wait for season seven. Yes, thank but you. Last but not least, before we get out of here, we have to do the Raven chant. But Katie, how will Dom be doing it for us tonight? Or, or are you doing it now? Because you're the impressions man. No, it has to be. No, okay. Stick to a routine. I, I think it's pretty clear I have to do it like Xavier. Oh, okay. okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. I've got to close my mouth and talk. Can <laughs> we just summon the fly? Do it, do it. Call the fly. Call the fly. Yeah. Get the fly. The fly's been released. <laughs> okay, you ready? Yeah, we are. Oh, hey. <laughs> are you... You really pissed me off. So we're gonna do Ravens on three. You've got a beautiful mouth, Simon. Oh yeah. Are you ready? <laughs> Are you ready? Ravens on three. One, mm-hmm. two. Get back from that window. Three. <laughs> Ravens. Ravens. The, the Ravens. <laughs> Creepy X. <laughs> <laughs>